With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tuesday evening to you from the Alien Gear Holster Studios right here in North Judson, Indiana. Welcome to another edition of American Gun. Coming to you guys on Twitter, Facebook, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com, and so much more. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Jason Reeve, your host. How the heck is everybody doing this evening? Well, we have got a lot of breaking news that has been happening and still happening after the midterm elections. One thing for sure that has been going on that we got going on at the midterm elections right now is last night news broke that Martha McSally, the GOP Senate candidate running for Jeff Flake's seat, conceded the election result to the Democratic senator candidate, uh, Simia. So she is going to be the next senator of Arizona. And what we're kind of seeing that is happening is no short, no short. It's nothing short of remarkable that one of the issues that we're having is that it looks like votes were held out and that the Democrats are rigging the election is what it seems like. Now, we don't have proof, you know, 100% proof, but we do have a lot of evidence that would suggest that this is happening. And one of the reasons why that's happening is, look at what is happening in Florida right now. Both Senator Nelson and Gillum conceded their respective elections in Florida. But Broward County is in the crosshairs because Broward County is now saying that they were not able to count every single vote that they were supposed to count. Now, if you guys don't know, Broward County is a very, very left-leaning county down in Florida. Moreover, here's the other issue that goes along with this, folks. The person who runs the, the Broward County election uh, commission, the person in charge of the vote counting. The name is Brenda Snipes. And Brenda Snipes is being accused, among uh, other things, of letting illegal immigrants vote or non-citizens vote, felons, and dead people. Yes, dead people. In May of this year, a judge ruled that Snipes had violated state and federal laws after she destroyed ballots in the 2016 congressional election. That was when Debbie Wasserman Schultz was reelected. Well, the Democratic challenger, well, Debbie Wasserman Schultz is not a Republican, but she had a Democratic challenger for her Senate seat. And that was uh, a guy by the name of Cordera. And what ended up happening is he challenged the results of the election. And we come to find out when they went to go count those votes, Snipes had destroyed those ballots. Now, Washerman Schultz is, of course, the chairman of the Democratic National Committee 
the, the, the National Party. Just last year, Snipes' office was taken to federal court by the American Civil Rights Union for keeping felons, non-citizens, and dead people on the voter registry. At one point, Broward County last year, folks, had more people registered to vote than they had people living in the county. Very interesting set of circumstances that are going on down there. Now, during the election night, it seemed that Rick Scott and DeSantis, in their respective elections, had narrowly defeated both their people. But then both Senator Nelson and Tallahassee Mayor Gillum both conceded. Now they're kind of rebuking that concession and saying, well, every vote needs to count. Here's the thing that I thought, think is very remarkable about this, folks. And, and this is the part that I think is really remarkable about it. Remember in 2016, after President Trump won, the Democrats start, started, started screaming, rigged election, rigged election. The Russians interfered with the election. And we've been hearing that for the last two years. There's a very good possibility now that because of the stuff that Snipes is doing down in Broward County, there is a pretty good possibility that Gillum and Nelson could wind up getting reelected because I think right now what's happening, and my gut feeling tells me this, is that Snipes is down there trying to manufacture votes because Snipes is a Democrat and that she's trying to manufacture votes in order to get Nelson and Gillum elected. Senator Marco Rubio has already come out and been very vocal about how Broward County couldn't get this right. Florida law actually requires that all absentee ballots and mailed-in voters have to be turned in 30 minutes after the polls close. And for some reason, that's not happening down there. They're still counting the votes as we speak, folks. They said they were going to have the votes counted by Thursday of this week, and we would know what we have going on in Florida. Well, now Snipes is saying that she needs more time. Now, getting back to the whole Trump election thing. When Trump got, Trump got elected, everybody who was a Democrat, was crying foul that the Russians got involved in the election and screwed everything up. Hillary Clinton was supposed to win by a landslide. And yet, the Russians got involved. They're still doing that now. Now that this is happening in Broward and Republicans are saying, hey, wait a second, this ain't right. You know what the Democrats are doing? Yeah, but every vote needs to be counted. Every, every vote's got to be counted, guys. And do you know what the media's doing? Oh, yeah, you know what the mainstream media's doing, folks? Basically, the mainstream media is saying this. If you think that anything criminal happened down there in Broward County and that anything that Brenda uh, Snipes is not a up-and-up person who needs to be in charge of voting, guess what? You're a racist. Because the media said, the only reason that we're coming after her, that the Republican Party is going after Brenda Snipes, is because she's a black woman. Why is it every time that somebody on the, in the Democratic side, they break the law, or they violate federal or state law, we're racist for calling them out on it? And keep in mind, folks, these are the same people who sit there and say that Donald Trump's a racist, even though they've shown no proof whatsoever that Donald Trump is a racist. But yeah, the media is completely giving her coverage. The Democrats are completely giving her coverage. Is it really a surprise that that is happening? No, not really to me. It's not a surprise. Same thing's happening in Georgia right now. The Democrats are trying to say, oh, there's votes that were out there that weren't counted. 
Well, Stacey Abrams lost the election by some 70,000, 64,000 votes. Now they're trying to manufacture votes to force a runoff in Georgia. And when people say, hey, Stacey Abrams, you need to concede. You lost the election. Guess what you are? You're a racist because you're, a black, you're, you're going after a black woman. Why isn't anybody who challenged anything that Barack Obama did was automatically a racist? And believe me, folks, I'm all for equal opportunity. I'm all for, you know, if an elected official gets elected because he's black, blue, green, I don't care. But the fact that it seems like what's happening in Florida right now and what seems to be happening is going on in Georgia seems like the Democrats are once again trying to rig an election. There was even some argument that that was even going on in Arizona. But yet, we don't really know. Martha McSally's already conceded. I guarantee you right now, if Martha McSally in Florida or in Arizona said there was something else going on and she was going to challenge the results, they'd automatically be telling her, oh, well, you need to accept the, the, the election results. You know, the election results are what we find. You should go ahead and accept them. See, folks, the, the, the point that I'm trying to make here, the point that I'm trying to get at, is that when a conservative or a Republican does it, it's breaking the law and they need to be taken to the, to the cross and crucified. But when a Democrat does it, they're not breaking the law because the ends justify the means. It doesn't matter how they get there as long as they got there. That's what they're hoping for in Florida. And keep in mind, folks, these are the same people who want your guns. These are the same people that want your guns. Something you need to think about here, folks. If Democrats are willing to go to this link to win an election, what are they willing to go through to take away your guns? And with that, we're going to take a quick time out and we'll be back with more American Gun right after this. A big part of the concealed carry lifestyle is carrying your firearm at all times. This can be difficult if you don't have the right holster. I have tried many holsters with minimum success until I tried Alien Gear holsters. Alien Gear holsters are the makers of the cloak tuck inside the waistband holster, the most comfortable inside the waistband holster I have ever worn. Alien Gear holsters are made right here in the USA. They make the appendix outside the waistband inside the waistband, and of course, the award-winning Shapeshift Holster Series. Each holster is made for your specific firearm. Glock, Sig, Ruger, Smith & Wesson, it doesn't matter. Go to AlienGearHolsters.com to browse their holsters. Once again, that is AlienGearHolsters.com. Welcome back to American Gun. So, right before we went to the break there, I had said, you know, think about this for a second, folks. If Democrats are willing to do this to an election because the only votes that matter to them are the people that vote for them, they don't care about, you know, the other Americans that have that same constitutional right. Imagine what they're going to do with your guns and how they would try to circumvent the law to take away your guns. Bottom line. All right, folks, I got a I came across an article today over on Ammo Land that I thought was I thought was just absolutely fascinating. And it was that the APA, which is uh, the American Psychological Association, the APA study shows irresponsible media coverage doubles mass shootings. Oh, you mean the media might have something to do with it? Oh, of course the mainstream media has something to do with it. A paper presented to the American... Psychologist Association found the number of mass killings, rampage killings, or mass shootings may have doubled by irresponsible media coverage of mass killers. The desire of fame was found to be the main motivator for these rampage ki- killings. 
in a quote released by, let me see who this quote is from. Well, this was from the APA.org. I guess we'll find out as we get down here. And it says, quote, Unfortunately, we have found that cross-cutting traits among many profiles of mass shooters is the desire for fame. This quest for fame among mass shooters skyrocketed since the mid-1990s in correspondence to the emergence of widespread 24-hour news coverage on cable news programs and the rise of Internet during the same period. This person also cited that media's contingent mo- or contagion models, most notably one proposed by the t- Towers Towers et al. Wow, I don't even know what that is. Which found the rate of mass shootings had escalated an average of one every two point or twelve point five days, and one school shooting on average of every thirty one point six days, compared to the pre two thousand levels which were about three per year. A possibility is that news of the shooting is spreading through social media in addition to mass media. If the mass media and social media enthusiasts make a pact to no longer share, reproduce, or retweet the names, faces, detailed histories, or long-winded statements of killers, it is possible that we could see a dramatic reduction in mass shootings in one to two years. If the calculations of contingent modelers are correct, we should see at least one-third reduction in shootings if those contingents are removed. This approach could be adopted in much of the same way media stopped reporting celebrity suicides in the mid-1990s after it was corroborated that suicides were contagious. Johnston noted, that's the person's name, Johnston noted that there was a quote-unquote Clear decline in suicides by 1997. A couple of years later, the Center for Disease Control convened a working group of suicidologists. I didn't even know that was a real job. Suicidologist? Holy crap, we must have an ideologist for everything. Does that make me an idol, a gunologist? Nah, I don't think that does suicideologists, researchers, and the media, and then maybe recommend make recommendations to the media. Now, media personalities such as Don Lemon often decry these rampage murder events and claim more restrictive guns are needed. But the latest rampage murders in California took place in a place, quite frankly, where restrictions were already in place. Those restrictions failed. In contrast, armed citizens stopped rampaging killers. In Tennessee, a young black father stopped a rampage shooting using his legally carried self-defense pistol. More than two dozen rampage killings have been stopped by armed citizens. The FBI found 8% of active shooter attacks during 2014 and 2017 were stopped or mitigated by concealed handgun permit holders. John Lott reports that the FBI only record half of those cases where an armed citizen stopped a mass shooting during that period of time. Now, the number of people who are carrying permits have increased from 7.14% of adults have carry permits. But you see, here's the thing, folks. Don Lemon of CNN is part of the problem. He puts these mass killers up on his pedestal. He is in effect promoting them. He could reduce rampage killings by calling for restraint on the part of the media. But of course, he's not going to do that because it's all about ratings. It's all about ratings for Don Lemon. We know this. The media benefits from rampage killings. Dana Lash said at CPAC this year, the legacy media loves mass killings. And she's absolutely right. 
their ratings skyrocket because of this. It also satisfies their political desires by calling for more restrictive laws on law-abiding citizens. Even though the evidence shows that those restrictions are not enough to stop rampage killings. Will Don Lemon and other media outlets work to reduce rampage killings by toning it down? Of course they won't. Of course they won't. It's all about the money with them. It's all about the cash. They love their ratings. So they're not going to tone down their rhetoric on on this. Of course they're not going to tone it down. Don Lemon, by the way, was voted uh, world's worst journalist again this year. Can't see why he would be voted worse when he called all white men terrorists and the president's racist and even suggested that a black hole swallowed up Malaysian Air Flight 380. The bottom line is this, folks. We've said on the the pro-right side, the media needs to stop talking about these mass shootings 24-7. Let's go ahead and take a look at some people here, folks. Adam Lanza was fascinated with the Columbine shootings. He was absolutely fascinated by them. Talked about it all the time. Who's Adam Lanza? Well, if you don't pay attention to anything that's going on around you, Adam Lanza is the shooter of Sandy Hook Elementary in Newtown, Connecticut. But he was infa- he was infatuated with mass shootings. Virginia Tech, the worst school shooting in American history. Again, the shooter was obsessed with what happened at Columbine. Let's look at the Parkland shooter down in Florida. He was infatuated with He was infatuated with the shootings that that happened before them. He said he wanted to be the next school shooter. When Parkland happened, folks, soon after Parkland happened, I remember seeing it right on the news saying that when they arrested the shooter, guess what? They said, we thought last year this kid was going to shoot up our school. If anybody was going to shoot up a school, it was going to be him. Oh, by the way, to tie this into segment one, we also found out that Nicholas Cruz was allowed to vote in the election last week. Yeah, Brenda Snipes signed up Nicholas Cruz to vote. I don't hear David Hogg or anybody else screaming, you know, BS on that. I guess mainly that's because he's, you know, in part with the Democrats, but, you know, I'll digress on that. We've been saying this for the longest time, folks. When you have 24-hour news media that are basically turning these shooters and these killers into celebrities overnight. Yes, this is what we wind up getting in return. We wind up getting people that want to try to get the next high score. There's somebody out there right now who's sitting there thinking to themselves, okay, I've got to try to, I've got to, try to beat what this person did. I'm going to have to try to do that. I've got to beat what Sing, but you know, I've got to beat what Sing Wing Cho done in Virginia Tech. It's kind of where we're heading to, but we've been saying this, you know, the media all the time, but they're not, we all know they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop promoting their gun control. They're not going to stop pushing that you, the law abiding American is responsible for what happened. None of that is gonna is gonna get the media to stop doing that. That's why when Don Lemon actually says that Americans, white Americans, or well, let me let me not paraphrase here. Let me just say what he said. 
He said the most dangerous terrorist organization in the country was white men. I have to disagree with Mr. Lemon on that one. Because I think the most dangerous threat to our country is the mainstream media. Who keep going out and pushing these agendas that there's been 307 mass shootings since the beginning of the year. That's what I think is the most dangerous. All right, folks, we're going to step away for a quick timeout. We'll be right back with some more American Gun right after this. Hey, everybody, Jason Reeve here. As you know, I am a proud supporter of the United States Concealed Carry Association. But I'm not only a supporter, I'm a member. The USCCA is the greatest organization for the responsibly armed American. That is why American Gun is partnered with the USCCA to bring you life-saving tips and training for you, the American Gun listener. The training includes countering a mass shooting, concealed carry and home defense fundamentals, advanced fighting and survival tactics, and women's handgun and self-defense fundamentals. And that's not all. We also have a link for you to get 100% peace of mind by joining the USCCA and getting the Self-Defense Shield, the greatest self-defense insurance you'll ever need. If you With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC ever have to defend your life or the lives of your loved ones, the USCCA has your back. Head over to AmericanGun.info and see the exclusive offers from the USCCA. This segment of American Gun is being brought to you by the United States Concealed Carry Association. Visit USCCA.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. Hello, folks. Welcome back to American Gun. Okay, folks, we just had our nice ads there for the USCCA. I do want to point out, we've been talking a lot this week about mass shootings. Monday night, the USCCA held a live training program that that had to do with mass shootings. Particularly, they had it dealing with mass shootings in a house of worship. However, though, the information that they have there for this uh, Proving Ground exercise was absolutely phenomenal. I ask you guys to head over to uscca.com to check it out. They will have it available. It was absolutely awesome. And I learned a lot uh, on this. You know, one thing that did come out, and I do want to say this because I think people are starting to get it. I read a story yesterday before we move into our next topic of discussion, and I, w- I want to talk about this. People are starting to become more aware of the fact that this could happen. Now, in places like California, because they're not allowed to carry a gun, people are getting creative with trying to get their mode of escape. Now, I've always said, the gunfight you are definitely going to win is the one you're not in. And if you have a chance to escape, you can escape. You have no moral obligation to protect others. If you choose to do so, you're doing it at your own peril. But the thing is this. We read stories about what happened in Thousand Oaks that people were throwing bar stools through the windows to try to get out. One man even put his girlfriend up in the rafters of the ceiling 
They had one of those drop ceilings where he moved the panel. He pushed her up in the ceiling and closed the panel. We heard about people doing that in Parkland as well during the shooting there. So people are starting to get very creative with ways of trying to hide and, you know, getting different modes of escape. I think that's pretty, pretty uh, cool that they're doing that. But seriously, go over and check out the USCCA.com. They should have that up now. Um, it was about countering a mass shooting. I'm telling you, I, it was awesome training. All right, folks, Pelosi is already promising new movement on gun control. That's right. Democrats throughout the country ran on a gun control campaign. And while it wasn't the big winner they thought it would be, it seemed they were going to, they were going to be able to try something a bit unusual for themselves. They're going to be able to try to keep their word. Despite modest gains in the House and actually losing ground in the Senate, Democrats feel like they should go forward with a radical progressive agenda. Newly ascendant Democrats are promising congressional action on gun control amidst amidst the last shootings that have happened in Pittsburgh and California, including measures including background expanded background checks and a ban on assault assault style weapons are likely to reach the house floor when de- when democrats retake control of the house at the end of this year so in january is when we start the new congress nancy pelosi said this quote the american people deserve real action to end the daily epidemic of gun violence that is Stealing the lives of our children on campuses. I'm going to stop right there, folks. On campuses. Okay. So she says, we're going to go ahead and stop these on, that are killing our children on campuses, in places of worship, and on our streets. The Democratic leader who is running for her second stint as the House Speaker, by the way. Pelosi vowed to push a range of actions to stem gun violence, including restrictions on high-capacity magazines and a measure allowing temporary, temporary removal of guns from people deemed an imminent risk to themselves or others. What she's talking about is red flag laws. The measure could win approval in the Democratic-controlled House, but it will most likely face opposition in the Senate and, of course, the White House where President Donald Trump has already vowed to protect the Second Amendment. But still, gun control advocates believe this is their political momentum, or that they have the political momentum to take guns as a central issue next year. The political calculus on guns is changing, said Democratic Representative Ted Deutsch from Florida's district, including he was the congressman, including where uh, he's the congressman for Parkland. He said, we're going to see it accelerate in January. Here's what they forget. They didn't take the house based on gun control, folks. They, They didn't take the house based on gun control. They took the house based upon, we see historically where the president Whatever party he is, loses seats in midterms. It's just typically what happens. This is the best part, though, folks. They think that they took it, but it wasn't, the, it wasn't on the guns. Luckily, they can try all they want. It, it's not going to get them anywhere. Now, I've had a lot of people that have sent me in emails and asked me, what does this mean for the pro-rights movement? What does this mean for national reciprocity? Are we going to get the SHARE Act? And are there, is there going to be a vote on the SHARE? Folks, I'm going to put it to you very simply. Okay? With the Democrats in control of the House, there will be no, and I mean no, pro-gun legislation for the next two years. There will be nothing. There is a very good possibility we could still pass national concealed carry reciprocity out of the Senate. But the reality is this, folks. There is going to be no pro-gun legislation moving forward in the next two years. You're going to see gun control stuff coming out of the House. 
but the Senate and the president will probably put an end to that. So over these next two years, expect the, expect, expect the House to be sitting here and passing gun control bill after gun control bill. Expect anything and everything at this point. A total gun ban, a, a total gun ban coming out of the House is not going to surprise me one bit. They'll run it into the Senate where the Republicans might uh, made significant gains themselves. You know the same Republican Party that argued on oh so beholden to the National Rifle Association. Yeah, that Republican Party. (laughs) No, these Republicans understand that we have our rights and they don't want to strip them. National Rifle Association doesn't have anything to do with it. They're going to push their gun control over the next two years. And it's going to happen over and over and over again. Chuck Schumer in the Senate. Nancy Pelosi's already running her mouth saying, we're going we're gonna to pass gun control. It's going to happen this year. Chuck Schumer's already talking about there's new hope for gun control. Chuck Schumer had a, a press conference on Sunday where he was actually talking with some of the uh, some of the New York uh, media, and Chuck Schumer actually said there is a new hope here. Schumer thinks that there are some Republicans in the Senate that might have they might have an ability to flip and get them to vote for some kind of gun control. Now I don't know if Chuck Schumer knows something I don't know. But to me, it doesn't seem like it's likely that any kind of gun control is going to make it out past the Senate. It just doesn't doesn't seem like that's going to happen for me. But I'm telling you, expect it to happen. It's going to happen. I promise you, it is going to happen. But Schumer's already running his mouth. Pelosi's already running her mouth. We're going to pass gun control. You know, this is the thing that I think is very ironic to me, folks, is that Pelosi's over here running her mouth about gun control and that we're going to take, you know, we're going to go ahead and we're going to pass expanded background checks federally. We're going to take away uh, high-capacity magazines. We're going to do all that. She's in a state where all this stuff actually exists and it did nothing to stop the shooting. But folks, again, this has nothing to do with protecting lives. This has nothing to do with keeping guns out of the hands of bad people. No, this has to do with taking guns out of our hands. Taking guns out of the law-abiding citizens' hand. That's what is coming. We have to get out and understand something very, very simply, folks. We have got to get out and we've got to vote. We've got to get involved. If you are being complacent because Donald Trump's in office and, oh, you know, nothing bad's going to happen because Donald Trump's in office, you're dead wrong. You are dead wrong. Complacency is what even got us into this mess. There were reports that there wasn't as big of a Republican turnout as there should have been for the midterms. And we didn't see that this year. So something that we need to think about, folks. We need to seriously think about this moving forward. We got another election in two years. Michael Bloomberg is thinking about running for president. The same Bloomberg who spent, get this, $100 million on the election this year, on the midterms. Michael Bloomberg spent $100 million. So do your little Austin Powers thing, you know, your Dr. Evil thing, because he spent $100 million on elections this year. We have a man who's going to run for president who has unlimited funds. He has unlimited money. And I know somebody's out there saying right now, 
Yeah, but so does Trump. But here's the thing, though. Trump has said that he wants to make America great again, and he's made good on his promise. Low unemployment with African Americans. Low unemployment with Hispanics. The economy is back on track. Michael Bloomberg, folks, yeah, he's got an unlimited pocketbook too. But the thing is, Michael Bloomberg is so freaking arrogant about this that he will stand up there in front of America with his armed security and tell you, you don't deserve to have a gun. You don't need a gun. But better bar- you better start paying attention, folks. We could be heading for some serious trouble. Personally, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm still under the impression that Pelosi and Schumer are going to out themselves and do all kinds of stupid crap that they're going to do, and then it's going to cost them the election in 2020. And I'll leave you this note because we have a minute before the break, and I'm going to leave you this note too because I think you guys might find this a little funny too. Somebody said the other day, I think it was one of Clinton's old advisors, Hillary Clinton, that Hillary Clinton's thinking about running again in 2020. Oh, please do. Please run again. I want to see you take another loser tour if you lose again. But that's what I think is going to happen. I think we're going to see a lot. I think we're going to see Democrats that are, they're already out. I mean, they've, they've already come out and said that they want to take away Americans' rights. They don't want you to have not only your Second Amendment, but your First Amendment right as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out in the next two years. But don't be shocked when you see these gun control measures coming down. All right, we're going to step away for a quick break, and we'll be right back with more American Gun right after this. Hey folks, Jason Reeve here. Are you looking for a safe way to do your dry fire training? Well, look no further than Barrel Block. Barrel Block is a simple, easy-to-use training device for your firearm. Barrel Block comes in all handgun calibers, even 5.56, for your semi-automatic rifle. Barrel Block quickly converts your firearm into the ultimate training tool. Nothing is safer, faster, or more realistic than Barrel Block. Visit them at blocksafety.com. That's B-L-O-K Safety. All right, folks, welcome back to our final segment here of American Gun. And this story came out today. Student editorial calls for the repeal of the Second Amendment. Folks, don't get me wrong. I think college is important. But isn't college supposed to be a time where you hone your critical thinking skills? When you learn about new ideas and new ways of thinking about the world, it's time for you to begin to think and process information like, um, I don't know, being an adult. It's what it used to be anyways. Today it's just another place for people to be inundated with leftist ideas and indoctrinated so they can serve their masters. It's not just the professors who do it, but even student communication groups like student newspapers join in the misinformation, especially when it comes to guns. Take the Hofstra student paper, for example. Besides making the false claim that there have been 307 mass shootings, those numbers include things like gang warfare and other such killings that meet the numerical threshold of what they think is a mass shooting. But listen to this. Gun control, for some reason, still remains a controversial topic in the United States. What people refuse to acknowledge is that it becomes an epidemic because people can't feel safe going to concerts. They can't feel safe walking into movies. Can't feel safe going to work. Can't feel safe going to school. And they can't feel safe going to bars. They can't even feel safe going to church. Yes, I understand people argue that the Second Amendment, which states a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, is untouchable and indispensable. But last time I checked, the the country boasted the largest army in the world no longer has any need 
to form a well-regulated militia, as well as this. Have we forgotten what amend even means? It means change. And it is time to repeal the Second Amendment, says the student editorial person here. But he doesn't he doesn't leave his name though. <laughs> didn't leave his name on that one. I guess he didn't want to he didn't want to be called out for that, right? No. We haven't forgotten what amend means. Clearly, this writer forgot what the Bill of Rights represents, and no one ever taught him to this day what the Bill of Rights is. Let me educate you here. And what the Bill of Rights is, folks. The Bill of Rights was created to protect the rights of Americans from a government that would enforce its own will on its people. It's an insurance policy, basically. It protects us against tyranny. Each of those first ten amendments were designed specifically to limit the government power so that people could hold the governor or the government in check. That's what the Bill of Rights is. Look through history, folks. You don't even have to look through ancient history to hear this. In Iraq, if you spoke up against Saddam Hussein, you got killed. If you spoke out against Hitler in Germany, you got killed. That's what the whole point of freedom of speech was. But there is something very wrong with this kind of person who can hold President Trump up as a tyrant and a dictator and then making the simultaneous argument that because we have a standing army, the citizenry does not need to be armed. You don't get to have it both ways here or there, Paco. You don't get to say Trump's a fascist and Trump's a tyrant and we need to remove Trump from office. But hey, you guys can't have your guns. You don't get to pretend that the president is the ultimate threat to liberty so much as a threat that students need therapy just because he was elected. Yeah, remember that, folks? When Trump got elected, students need therapy? Jeez, oh, Pete. Are we raising our kids to be a bunch of, you know, wine bags? Wow. Unbelievable. And these same students pretend that we don't need guns to defend our liberties. (laughs) Folks, this very thought's just insane. Then again, when you feel horribly unsafe everywhere you go and don't try to take steps to make yourself safe and don't get in, and that and don't get involved in irrational desires to disarm your fellow citizens i'm not sure that someone who has ever learned to think for themselves in other words it looks like college has failed this writer i wonder if he can get his money back Guys, we see this all the time, particularly out of college students. You get these students that go into college and they get taught by these liberal professors. And believe me, I'm under the firm belief, belief that not only are our colleges been infiltrated by liberal leftists, but so have our high schools and our elementary schools. Because we have plenty of these kids that come out of college and they think that they know everything about everything. She's like a person I used to work with. She's got a college education. And I told her, I said, there are illegals voting in elections. No, they can't. That's against federal law. They can't do that. Did I not just say earlier in Broward County, in the first segment of this show, that that woman was caught for registering non-citizens? Huh. Ain't that an interesting coincidence? We have these others that constantly say, well, you can't, this one person I used to work with, college grad, she said this all the time. 
Well, you can't sit here and blame every person on one person. Just because a few people doesn't, doesn't mean everybody does it in that group. I said, okay, so we got liberals saying that we should kill conservatives. One liberal shot himself around. Well, you can't say those few are every liberal. But it's always the liberals that are doing it. When's the last time you heard of a conservative getting mad at Obama and shooting himself in the arm to protest? They don't ever seem to like it when the when it's pushed on them that this is what's going on. You don't think free speech is under attack? Go look at Berkeley University. Go take a look at Berkeley University. They don't let you talk about what you want on there. People need their safe spaces. We got to have our safe spaces and our our uh, you know our Gucci sweaters and our scarves. Give me a break, folks. I've always said this too about you know if the president's tyrannical, please explain to me how he's being tyrannical. And I remember somebody saying to me, "Well, I just don't like the way he talks to other people." So that's your problem because you don't like the way he talks to other people. Sure funny he's getting stuff done. (laughs) It amazes me that we send our kids off to college and we spend buttloads of money to get these kids educated so they can go on into the workforce. And believe me, I'm not saying that all college-educated kids are like this, because they're not. But you definitely do see a lot more people come out acting more liberal than they do on everything. Oh, well, that's wrong. That's wrong. We need to have this, and we need to have that. Okay, how do you fund it? Uh, Yeah, exactly. Your idea is flawed. But yeah, they'll be quick to tell me my logic's flawed. <laughs> All right, folks, thank you very much for listening to American Gun tonight. So glad that you guys could have been with us. If you want to join the conversation, you can head over to AmericanGun.info. We've got a section right there on the website where you can write in an email, a comment, a suggestion, your hate mail. I don't care. I read them all. Or you can follow me at Twitter at JasonReeve81. Thank you very much for listening in tonight. We'll be back on Thursday because we can. Until then, stay safe, take care of one another, and remember, a armed society is a free society. Good night, everybody.